Good morning, good Shabbos, everyone. Hope you have a wonderful day. Everyone is busy now with the sukkah and the lulav and the yeshrig. So we are in the 10th chapter in Ksuvahs, uh, page 93a, the Mishnah. A person was married to three wives at the same time. And he died. So one of them, their ksuva, was worth a hundred zus. Which is a messiah, the other one, two hundred zus. Which is a messiah, and the third one was three hundred. And there's only a hundred. He only left a hundred. So, in that case, everyone, they distribute equally. They all get the, the equal portion. He can't, he can't, uh, you know, he can't uh, fulfill his commitment. So they, they divide whatever there is. What if, but if there were 200, what do you do? One woman, he committed 100. One wife, he committed two. The other one, he committed three. So what do you do? How do you divide it? He says, Shalman, they tell us Chambish. The one he promised a hundred gets half. Fifty. I thought they divided equally. Shalmasayim. They divided equally. No, Shalmasayim, the woman, the wives, the wife he promised two hundred, the wife he promised three hundred. Shloisha, Shloisha, Shalzav. So then, he says, take three gold dinners. In other words, 75 each. One gold dinner is like 25 silver dinner. So they divide whatever is left. You know, she gets half of 50. And the other two divide, there's 150 left. Right? There was only 200 in this state. So the one, the wife he promised 100 gets, walks away with 50. And then she's out of the picture. She got what she's getting, and that's it. She's left 100, you have 150 left. 150, they divide it amongst themselves. Each one gets 75. Right. We're talking about that the ksuva of all three wives are written on the same day. Because <laughs> if one ksuva was written before, if the date is before, the first date has first, first bids. Yeah, yeah, they get everything. We're talking about they were all they were all equal. They were all the same day. They have an equal lien on the property. No, no one takes. Mother's going to ask, what is the rationale? It was the so hundred only has a hundred lien. There was two hundred left. So the hundred doesn't have on the other hundred. Fine. But what's the rationale that the first hundred she gets half, only fifty, and the other two get less than half? The other wife he promised two hundred walks away with seventy five. The other one gets. 300, and he walks away with 75. What's the rationale? <laughs> you might as well explain. What if this state had 300? So The first wife, and the wife he promised 100, walks away with 50. The um, the one he promised 200, walks away with 100. The half. So what are you left with? You're left with 150. Walks away with, with six, six golden coins. Every golden coin is like 25 silver coins. So 150. So each one gets half. Perfect. 
The hundred gets fifty, the two hundred gets a hundred, and the three hundred gets a hundred and fifty. Mazel says that that makes sense. Gold, the husband's giving her gold, even though it's the yeah. same equivalent, but gold is gold. <laughs> the wife is gold. You have to treat a wife like gold. Maybe it's teaching you a third lesson. And also, Gimel Shitilu Likis. The same thing, three who deposited money into a fund. In other words, they, they were all a business venture. Yeah, yeah, partners. Pichso, Esiru, and they had a loss of profit. How do you divide? Who loses who? What percentage? Exactly the way you divide with the three women. So again, if one partner put in 100, another partner put in 200, a third partner put in 300. And, and they had Yiddish Mazel, the market crashed, and they were left with 100. That's so how do you divide it? That's exactly how you divide it. Right. He says... Um, Whatever your original percentage was, if you were 20%... If it's 100, then each one gets an equal part. You divide it equally. 33 and then a third. Period. If it's 200, then the, first, then the one who put in 100 walks away with 50. The other two will each walk away with 75. If there's 300 left, each one gets half. The 100 gets 50, no, 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 the 200 gets 100, and then the 300 gets 150. Actually, the mission is saying it's not like, it's not like the Ksuba. It's not like the Ksuba. He's referring to, when he says V'chein, and so too, he's referring to the last case, where one woman was 100, he committed 100, the other Ksuba was 200, the other was 3, and he's left with 300. So each one ends up with, with getting half. Which is, which is equitable. <laughs> equity. Everyone today is in the equity. It's equitable. Everyone gets equal right. share. You, you lose half, you got half. You lose half, you got So he's saying, so here, when it comes to money, we don't divide it like the first two cases. We divide it equitably. How much you invested, that's how much you lose. That's how much you gain. Yeah, exactly. 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 As if Shalman, the one, a hundred, and tell us Hamish, walks away with half. Lossin, the Tilsa Tilsa, the Isla. If there's 200 Zuz, he walks away with half. Why? It should be 33 and a third. Since you're dividing it amongst three, just like in the opening case. Why is this different than the first case? The first case, if he only left $100, how do you divide it amongst the three wives? Each one walks away with a third. So why should this case be any different? She only has a lien for a hundred zoos, and there are three women, so she should only get a third. Yeah. Why does she get 50? So I'm a shmol shmol answer, because Sebas, Bailas Masayim, Bailas Mon, the mission is talking about a case. The woman, the owner, who owns the 200, the zoos ksuva, wrote to the owner of the 100 ksuva, I have no claim in your first month. And your first hundred. So the first money then is divided between only two of the wives. Mm-hmm. The, the, one, the one who had a hundred and the one who he committed to three hundred. The two hundred one is out of the picture. She removed herself from the picture. She voluntarily. Oh, voluntarily. The picture. Yeah, she wrote, I'm, I'm, I have no claim. You know, you have the first claim. You have the hundred. But the other one didn't surrender her rights. So it's between the hundred and the three hundred. So therefore, it's only between the two. So she gets half. She gets half. And that's, and that's a 50. What's left? 150. Now it's two women cl- claiming the 150. So they divide it, divide it equally. Each one walks away with 75. Frag the if that's the case. The way Shmuel is explaining the mission, if that's the case, aim is safer. See the end of the mission. 
Shalash, 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 shalzav. The one with 200 zoos and the 300 each walk away with 75. Why the woman, the woman who the three hundred, the wife who has three hundred so Why doesn't she say to the one with two hundred, "You remove yourself from any claim of the first mana, so therefore you shouldn't get any share in it. So therefore, you should only get fifty zuz. No, the first mana you you were promised two hundred. The first hundred you surrendered your claim, you waived your claim. He said the first hundred goes to the other wife. So only you only, only have a claim on a hundred. So you should get half of it. It's me and you arguing over, arguing over that hundred. I want the whole thing because he promised me 300. I should get all 200. I, I mean, I, I, sh- I should get all 150. But do we have a claim? But our argument is only on a hundred. So you should get 50. And I should walk away with a with hundred, not 75. Mm-hmm. Right? Makes sense. The woman with the 200 can say, It was only, I only removed myself, I waived my right from the first month, but I did not give away any share of the Ksuva itself. Only, I'm only waived my rights to make any claims against the woman, first woman the first woman who had 100. Right. That's it. Yeah, so 300, yeah. But she's right. out of the picture. I still want my full 200. Right. I never gave up my claim for 200. Right. I didn't say I don't have to get 200. So now two but it, explains, it talks about the third case in the mission. Right. If the state left 300, so, so each one gets a half. 100 gets 50, the 200 gets 100, and the, 100, and the 300 gets 150. Yeah. So Messiah Mother asked, "Why is Shiva with the Islam? She should only get the seventy-five. Because since we're talking about a case where the second woman will greet to the first hundred that belongs to the first wife, she has no lien." So therefore. Yes, she wants, um, so then, so what are they arguing? They're arguing over, if the first one gets 50, what's left over? Yeah, but her case, her argument is only over 150. She says, I have no argument with the first woman, right? So fine, so her 50, she gets her 50. Why only 50? Because the first woman has an argument with the third woman, with the third mm-hmm. wife. So she only gets half. She gets 50. So she has no claim over the 50. All she has a claim is over, out of her, her 200, now she only has a claim over 150. She said the first 50 goes, the first 100 goes to you. Okay, you're walking away with 50. So what's left is 150. I'm, I have a claim over 150. And she's arguing with the third wife. So she should get half of 150, 75. Why does she get, why does she get the full 100? 125. What? No, she should get 75. No, what? The 200, she gets 100? Why? She should only get 75. You understand why? Because she waived the right for the first 100, for the first woman. And the first woman walked away with 50. And she waived the right over that. She's not arguing with her. Fine, you get that 50. So what's left for her to claim? She's only claiming 150. She has no lien on the third hundred. She only has, she was only promised 200. 50 she waived the right for. 
So she's only left a claim of 150. So it's between this her, the second, and the third. She, she gets half. She gets 200, right? But she waived her claim. The second woman. But she waived her claim for the first one. So the first one rightfully walks away with 50 of her 200. So now she only has a claim left for 150. Yeah. Versus 300. Versus 300. So she get half. Her versus the others. So get half of it. 775. Why does she walk away with a full, a full hundred? The woman says there's 300 in the state. I was promised 300. I get everything. Why, why should, and she says, no, I should get my hundred. So it's, a, it's an argument between those two. See, so they split it. Split it down the middle. You get 50, and I'll take 50 of that hundred, and you take 50 of that hundred. The second woman, she, has, she waived the right to the first woman. So out of 200, she's conceding 50. 50, fine, it's yours. I waived my argument with you. I'm not arguing with you. You get your 50. So her claim is left on 150 out of a 200. Now it's between her and the third woman. So there's an argument split it down the middle. She should get 75. Why does she get 100? All small answers. Because seven The third woman. We're talking about a case with the owner of the 300 ksuva rights to the 200, to her co-wife, and to the first, the, the second, the first and second wife, anybody in the money. For $100, I have no argument with you. I'm not arguing on the first 100 goes to you. The third case of the mission is talking about a different case. Not the second woman waived the right to the first woman, the third wife, the one who had a ksuva of 300, he waived his right to, to, the first first hundred. to the first hundred. The first two people. No, to, the, to, the, uh, to the first... Um, to the 100 yes. and 200. To the, yeah, to the 200 and the 100. Now, the 100 and 200 are fighting. She says, I don't give you a... I should get all 200. I want all 200 for myself. No, dealing with the first 100. Though. And the other one says, no, 100 is mine. So they're fighting. So you get 50-50. Fine. What's left over... What's left over, he says, I, I still claim 200. I should get this, this 250 left. I claim 200 of it. So, so I claim 200 of it. So you give her half. So wait, so the first... Over the first 100, right? So you divide it. So the first wife gets 50 and the second wife gets 50. Now there's a fight over the second 100. There's a fight over the second 100. Right? The third wife says it belongs to me. And the, the second wife says, no, it belongs to me. So you divide that in half. But, but the mother said so before, she just waived the rights, but she didn't waive her claim, her ksuva. I, no. I should get 300. No. So therefore, the second hundred, you also divide in half. So therefore, the second one walks away with 100. And the first one got 50. And the third one is left with 150. So again, according to Shmuel, the case of our mission is only in the case where they waive their rights. What in a case where they don't waive their rights? A normal case. Each one claims, I have, argues with each other. All three are arguing. I want my full 100, and I want my full 200, and I want my full 300. What do you do then? How do you, how do you divide it then? But you see, in this third case... Divide it is, you take the first 100, and you divide it into three. Like we did in the beginning. Divide it into three. 33 and a third. Then the second and the th- and, and then the first one is out of the picture. You got a third. You're out. Right. What's left? The second and the third wife. Yeah, so you take a hundred. So you now we're arguing over the second hundred. So you take half, fifty, and the third belongs entirely to the three hundred because the second one has no claim on the third hundred. Only has a hundred. 
She only has a lean on a hundred. So let's now look at the hundred. On a hundred, we have three women who have a lean on this hundred. So you have three women who have a lean equally. So you divide it equally. A third. But you also have. She's concerned. The whole estate is a hundred. As far as the, she's only in the picture on a one hundred. She has no connection to the other two hundred. I understand, but if you would have started with the third one, it would be different. No. Doesn't matter. She has no connection to that. She has no lean on the other 200. Why should she be a third of 300? She can't be a third of 300. She has no lean on the 300. She has no relationship no, to the 300. I'm suggesting you take the total. No, it doesn't work that way. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. I, but I'm asking why. No, because, because she has a... You look at the lean. On 100, you have three women who have a lean. So you have to divide it equally. But you're starting... You're making a decision to... She has no more. lean. She has no lean on more than 100. So therefore, there's 100... You look at the lean. She has a lean on 100. That's it. So we have three women who have a lean on 100. We have two women who have a lean on the second 100. And then the third 100 is left. He gave a different explanation. He says, Just like earlier case. The earlier case. is talking about two different seizures. The safe of the and the latter case is also dealing with two separate seizures of the property by the wives. What do you mean? They It's the earlier case. Where there were 200 zoos. He's talking about this, the second case and the third case in the mission. Where the estate was 200 zoos and the third case where the estate was 300 zoos. So the first case, which is the middle case of the mission, where the estate was 200 zoos, the noflu shavim v'chamisha b'chad zimna. First 75 zoos fell into the hands at one time. When they went to court, it was divided equally. Each one walked away with 25. Wait, wait, 75? It was only 75. At the time when he died, it was only... Also, dividing it by three. Yeah. Divided by three, right? Equally. Then, another 125 was taken at one time. Okay, so therefore... So, 75 of that is divided equally amongst three, right? She has a claim for the full 100. So, I got, she got her 25, but she still has 75 left. The first wife has, 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 has still has 25 left. Uh, 75 left. So, so, the other 75 has to be divided equally. Like you were saying, she gets a third equally, all three. So, she walks away with another third, another 25. Fine. And then she's out of the picture. She got, she got a third of the first 75. She got a third of, the, of her, her next claim for the last 75. So now she's out of the picture. She got her 50. And then, what's left? Each one already walked away. Each one has 50. Each of the wives has 50. So what's left? Another 50. So you divide it equally. And that's why he says in the next case that, that the second one walks away with 75. Second wife walks away with 75. So the first one walks away with 50. The second one walks away with 75. And the third one walks away with 75. The first one makes out great. The last case where he left $300 in the estate. So in the meantime... First wife, in the second case, the first wife gets half. 
The other one gets uh, less than half, 75, and the third one gets, gets less, less than a third. Yeah. Say for the last case, where the estate was 300, also bestate fisis. Also, it was two, two installments, okay. Um, the first time they had 75, okay. So they divided equally, fine. Each one walks away with 25. This next installment, suddenly the estate got 225. 225. Okay, so how do you divide it? So 75 of that, you divide equally, right? The first woman walked away with 25. She still has left a claim of 75. You divide it equally, so she walks away with 25. Into three, divided into three. So she's, And she's out of the picture now. She got her 50. She's out of the picture. And, and each, one got, each one got 50. So now each one has 50. Mm-hmm. Each one, all three wives have 50. She's out of the picture. It's 150. We still have 150 left. Mm-hmm. To divide. Okay. So again, what's left? So, so the 750... Um, okay, so the, so the 100... The 100, the next 100 you divided between the two subas. The whole division was over the first 100. Okay, and now the first woman's out of the picture. Now you're left with... What are you left with? You're left with 150. So now they're arguing over the second hundred. It's the, between the two, the second and the third. So each one gets 50. So now the second one who walks away with 100, now she's out of the picture. You divided the 200. What's left? 50. Why does she walk away now? Because she still owes 25. No, the first hundred was already divided. Now what's left? Now they're arguing over 100, because she only gets 100. There's 150 in this state left. She's arguing, they're arguing with the other one. She said, the other third one, I should get, I should get the full 150. He owes me 300. The other one says, no, he owes me 200. Mm-hmm. So the first 100, we already divided. But the second 100 belongs to me. So you divide it in half, 50-50. Why should you get more than the other? 50-50. Right. So she ends up with 100. The first one ends up with 50. And what's left over after that? The extra 50. That goes to the third one. So the third one walks away with 150. The second one with 100. And the first one with 50. This ruling of our Mishnah follows the teaching of Ramdas. But the Rebbe argues. The Rebbe says, I, I don't agree with Ramdas's logic. Rebbe holds like you. Jeff thinks like Rebbe. You divide it equally. Uh, my lien, yes, I only have 100, but my lien is in the whole property. The full 300 is obligated to pay the ksuva. The, everything he owns, even the shirt off his back, is obligated to pay the ksuva. So therefore, I have a lien on the whole property. So I get equal, we should all divide it equally, period. End of story. Doesn't matter if he leaves 100, doesn't matter if he leaves 200, or 300. You divide it equally. Different, you have an argument, what, how, what does Rebbe mean? The law is like Rebbe, but how, how do you divide it? What do you mean they divided equally? So some say it means proportionally. Like this one had a third, a hundred, this one is two hundred, and this one is three hundred. So therefore, how do you divide it? You divide it into six parts. So the one, the, the third gets only a sixth, which is fifty. He's not arguing, Rebbe's not arguing in the last case. He would hold exactly what the Mishnah said in the last case. Because he holds, but the reason is because it's proportionate. Not only because they inherited two different times, it doesn't matter when they inherited 
It's just divided proportionally. So one walks away with a six fifty. The second one, who is double that, you know, so he gets he gets two two six a third a third, which is a hundred, and and the third one gets 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 a three six half, which is which is one hundred and fifty. That's my position. That's proportional, right? That's the logic. The Rambam the Rambam says differently. Rambam learns differently. The Rambam learns the Rambam learns you divide it equally means literally. If there's three hundred. And and the first one, a hundred each period. Then she's out of the picture. So let's say if there was four hundred. So if there was four hundred, so so you give each one first a hundred. You give all three a hundred. Everyone got their hundred. This one is out of the picture. She got a full hundred. Now what's left? The two women that are left divide the hundred that's left half, whatever it is, until she's out of the picture. If there was five hundred, so first you give everyone a hundred. Then what's left is 200. So you divide 100 again. So now she got her full 200. Even though the last one ends up, the first two getting, get their full, and the last one doesn't get their full. They only get the whatever is left. But that's what it is. First, they're all equal. They have an equal lean. They have an equal lean. I can't, just because your silver was bigger, you have a bigger amount, so you should get more. No, it doesn't work that way. We all have a lean on the entire property. I'm and therefore, we all get the, when it comes to the hundred, we're all the same. So this 300, each one of us walks away with a hundred. So why did he give her a, a larger silver? So he argues with the Mishnah. The first one doesn't get 50. Mm-hmm. The first one gets a full hundred. That's what Rebbe is arguing. He's arguing in the full Mishnah. That's what I think the Rambam understood. If they write hours, then you look at the hour. Yeah, yeah. In the Ksuv, they don't write hours. Just write the date. Mishnah concludes. The same is true with the with the business partnership. So Shmuel, Shmuel says, two who partner. They put the amount of money. Zumana, this one puts in a hundred. Zuma Simon, this one puts in two hundred into the business venture. We continue on side B, ninety-three B. the profit is divided equally, equally, even though. <laughs> they didn't, it's not proportionate. Right. He only put in 100, he put in 200. Right. And Shmuel says, you're dividing it equally. Amarabba, Rabba says, Mistabrim, those are the Shmuel. Shmuel's statement only makes sense. An ox that's purchased to plow and is used for plow. <laughs> if they invest in, a plow, in, a, in an ox that plows, I need the full ox to plow. So what difference does it make? He only put in 100, he put in 200. Without my 100, you don't have an ox. So there's no plowing for anyone. So I have an equal share in the plowing. So whatever, whatever reward there is from that plowing, we, should, we split equally. Okay? That makes sense. But an ox that was purchased for plowing, but then is used for slaughter, it doesn't make sense they should divide it equally. Then it should be proportionate to how much you invested. If you're a major investor, you get the, you get the lion's share of the profit. If you're a tiny investor, you own a stock, you're not going to share it equally. You get, you get the, you know, if you warm Buffett, you walk away with 50% of the profit. But Abba Mluna says, no, he disagrees. Even an ox that was purchased for plowing and it ended up being used for slaughter, the profit is divided equally. Why? Why? Because even if it was purchased for slaughter, even if it was originally purchased for slaughter, what's the reason? When you go, usually you have to spell it out. When you go into partnership, you have to spell it out. Sure, you, you have to spell it out that I'm going to get this amount and I'm going to get it. You didn't spell anything out. You became like equal partners. 
And you know what? You know what? Maybe he is because when it comes to business, a lot of it is mazel. Maybe you have a lousy mazel. You took me in as a partner and it's my mazel. I was blessed in Rosh Hashanah that I'm going to have a good year. And because we're partners, you're also blessed. So just because I put in a lesser amount of money, it could be the whole mazel is because of me and not because of you. <laughs> we're talking about the profit. We're not talking about the return of the investment. The $300 they put in, of course, the one who put in 200 is going to take the 200 The expenses, and he, he put in 200 He uh, We're talking about the profit that comes after, after everyone takes their yeah, original the investment. Paying, the, paying out the cost, of course, the one who put in 200 is going to get 200 the one right. who put in 100 you know, that, that's, that goes without saying. We're talking about the profit that comes above, that's above the amount they invest. We're going to ask in Rabbi's opinion. We learned the price. The kids, two people who joined in the partnership. One of them signed. This one put in 100. The business venture, this one put in 200. So the profits divided equally. That's all. That's all the price it says. It doesn't qualify it. We're talking about even the case where they, they even bought it. They bought it even for, for to, to slaughter or whatever. Or initially they bought it to, to, to plow. At the end they ended up selling it, selling it to the butcher. <laughs> but you have to the rabbi, so it's difficult to rabbi. Rabbi says in this case we don't divide it equally, we divide it proportionally. The mother says, Lo, the mother answers, no, it's not a contradiction to the rabbi. The rabbi will tell you, the b'raith goes without saying, the b'raith was talking about a case where they bought it to plow and it was used to plow. But in the case where they ended up slaughtering it, selling it to the butchers, and then you're going to say, according to you, Rabbi, that then you divided the profits proportionally. Then why at the end of the price does he say, Each one purchased an ox. He, he want, this one purchased with his 200 this was an ox. And the other one purchased another ox with his 100. And then they merge, they form a partnership. Then In that case, since they didn't buy the acts together, each one bought it separately, and then they joined them together to work together. In that case, everyone is divided proportionally. So you should, if the bride is already making a distinction. He should have made a, a better distinction. Listen to today, that even in the case where they bought the acts together, when do we say that you divided equally? Even when they buy the axe together, only if they bought it to plow and they and he plowed and the profit came from the plowing. Right. They bought it to plow, but they eventually sold it to the butcher and that profit. Then in that case, it's divided proportionally, not equally according to Yudam. That's exactly what he's saying. This is how you have to interpret the price. When do we say this? In a case where they bought it, even if they bought it to plow, but eventually they bought, they 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 they, uh, they sold it to the butcher to slaughter. If it's the equivalent, it's the equivalent of each one buying with their own money. This one with his two hundred buys one axe. This one with his hundred buys another axe, and then they join in a partnership. And then, of course, you divide it, the profit proportionally. So here's the exact same thing. Okay, we conclude the last piece. Down to zero. He lost 200 and he lost 100. <laughs> he only put in 100. This guy needs a good lawyer. Mishnah. It says the end of our Mishnah. Three, you partner together. Whether there was a loss or a profit, that's how they divided. 
My love, surely what does the Mishnah mean? Pichsu, pichsu mamish, meaning there was a loss, there was actually a loss. Hoisiru, hoisiru mamish, they actually had a prophet. And, and the Mishnah says you divide it proportionally. Mm-hmm. The Shmuel, Shmuel says you divide the prophet equally. The Mishnah says clearly there is a prophet and you don't divide it equally. Right. You divide it proportionally. Exactly right. the opposite of Shmuel. Shmuel is arguing with the Mishnah. So I'm thinking about answers. I'm going to knock on No. We're talking about Zuzi Chadet. When he said they had a prophet, means that it resulted in new coins. Meaning, another, not that the partners, it was a prophet. It means the money they put in rose in value. The currency went up in price, in value. So how, but, it, but it went up equally. They put in old coins. And now, as a result of the business, they, they exchanged the old coins, and now they got back new coins. Which, which is a higher value. They're easier to spend. And in the marketplace, people like, people are ready to pay premium for newer coins. It's fresh, it's this, it's, it's, it has a higher value. In the marketplace, it has a higher value. Okay. But the face value of the coin is the same. So since the face value of the coin is the same, it's only that the currency went up in value. Here you, have to, you must divide it proportionally. Here you can't say divide it equally. That doesn't make any sense. Because you're getting back the money that you put in. We're talking about getting back the money you put in. We're not talking about real profit. The money I put in 200, you put in 100. Yes, the 200 that I'm getting is nicer coins. And you can argue, well, the 200 you gave was old coins. It was less in value. Maybe I should give you less. So it's a profit. Let's share in this profit. I should give you less than 200 nice new coins. No, no, no. That's what the Mishnah said. In that case, he put in 200. The face value is 200. He got back 200. That was old. That was, that was fresh, new, higher value. Doesn't matter. That you take back. Pichsu. What does it mean, Pichsu? Also, Pichsu means they were invalidated by the government and became usable only... We're putting a wound at the bottom of the foot. Wait a in the pharmacy. Only, only Phil can sell it in the pharmacy. I had, I had something like that. This case, each one, since it's the same coin, each one gets back. You put in 200. Now it's monopoly money. It's worthless. Fine, you get back your 200. Have fun right. with it. And he gets back his 100. But if the expenses were much more than the profits, if there was a lot of expenses, then they have to share it equally. The Not only did they lose their principal, but if there was, let's say, they, 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 they spend a million dollars, they spend $500 trying to, to start this business. Not only did they make a dime and they lost the original investment, the $200, they have, they have a hole in their pocket. They spend, <laughs> they lost, they spend on top of it expenses. They have to share that equally. <laughs> a person was married to four women, four wives, simultaneously, and they died. The first wife was married before. So therefore she takes precedence over the second. <laughs> right? She, her ksuva, her commitment was dated before. She was married first. And the second one comes before the third wife. The third one before the fourth one. The first wife has to swear to the second that she hadn't been paid. Because by her taking from the estate, she's depriving the second wife of Riksuva. If you're depriving a second wife, you have to swear that you didn't get payment 
um, elsewhere, the husband didn't pay you on the side, yeah. and therefore she, the second wife would be entitled to, 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 for the remainder of this. Yeah. Time your payment affects someone else, a commitment to someone else, a lien to someone else, mm-hmm. you have to swear. I don't just uh, give it to you. You're affecting someone else. If it's just between you and the husband, you don't have to swear. The husband committed, he died, the estate, you collected. You don't have to swear. Right. But here, if you're taking away from the children, you're taking away from another wife, mm-hmm. because by giving you, you're depriving them, you have to swear. That's what the rabbis enacted, you have to swear. That, what do you swear? That the husband didn't pay you, um, uh, you know, independently. Book. Yeah, off the book. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And he says... And he says, um, when the second one collects and there's not enough for the third one, she has to swear to the third one, the third to the fourth. But the V is in Flash the fourth one, if there's enough money for her to collect, she doesn't have to swear. She doesn't have to swear. She doesn't have to take enough. It can be the same day. Let, let's say they wrote different hours. This one, this one he wrote at 10 o'clock, and this yeah. one at 11 a.m., this one at 12 p.m., this one at 12 noon and 1 p.m. Anna says, Just because the first, fourth wife, because she's last, she doesn't have to swear, she also cannot collect only with a shvur. Only with a, oh, okay, the mother will explain what's the argument. Why should, have, why should she have to swear? The, if there's only one wife, does a wife have to swear? If the husband owes the maksuva, you don't have to swear, unless there's orphans involved. You're taking away from the orphan. Because yeah. they're going to divide what's left over. Right, yeah. or you take away from a balchayv, I mean from someone who bought it, who purchases, mortgages right. or built property, but why should you have to swear? What's the argument in the rabbis of Anamis? The Mishnah continues. What if all the ksuvas were written on the same day? Let's say they were all written. Not like in the previous case, the Ksuvas were written at different times. But here they were all written on the same day. But if they wrote the time, the hour, 10 a.m., 11 a.m., 12 noon, 1 p.m., so then even, even if it's one hour, the Ksuvas was written one hour earlier, she is the first one. She's right. the first in line. In Yerushalayim, they would write a ksuva, they would record the hour, when the, when the signatures. signatures, when the uh, witnesses, because that's when it becomes public knowledge, that's when it becomes a mortgageable uh, lien, because two witnesses signed, it's a public event. Mm-hmm. What if all of the ksuvas were written at the same time? is only a hundred. Like we said earlier, all four divide equally. Like we learned in the previous Mishnah. In this case, each one walks away with 25. To be continued, have a good Shabbos, everyone. <laughs>